quick question for you. Hey, let me ask you something. Can I ask you a question? Can you dig it? Yes, guy. Can you dig it? Yes, guy. The man with the words you've been dying to hear. Yes, guy. This is the Yes Guy Show with Jim Taddy on TSN 1050. Can you dig it? Well, only two words sum it up. Yes, guy. Yes, guy nation, alive and well. And welcome aboard for another broadcast. Very shortly, Josh Rimmer will join us from Super Bowl City headquarters after that Randall the Handle with his picks. In segment number two, Jeremy Taggart, drummer from Our Lady Peace and sports, uh, sports fanatic. And in segment three, Brian Gerstein, one of our sponsors, will stop by to talk Super Bowl. And in segment four, the obligatory Yes Guy, No Guy. Perry, how are you today, sir? Jim, as always, I'm uh, excited about uh, the show and excited about talking to the guests and just excited because it's Super Bowl. That's right. It's a crowning moment for a season that many thought might not happen, but it did. It has, and we're, we will enjoy the Super Bowl. So let's go to Super Bowl headquarters at Josh Rimmer PR is the Twitter account. Josh Rimmer is our man on the scene. Josh, how are you? I'm doing well, Jim. How are you doing? Very good, thanks. So can you give us a scene setter there? Yeah, absolutely. You know what? As you guys know, past Super Bowls uh, have always been exciting uh, a lot of uh, celebrities, it's who you see and, and uh, who you know, I guess you could say. Uh, usually every celebrity from the acting world, from musicians to even former athletes and current athletes. And this has definitely been a different year this year. I've been doing some work uh, for the Disability Network, and I'm down there, down here, I should say. And uh, it's a lot different than normal years. It's almost like a ghost town, to be honest with you. Radio Row has been known as uh, having anywhere between 200, 300 radio TV stations. And uh, it's not like past years, obviously, with, you know, what's been going on with the pandemic. Uh, but there is still a lot of excitement. You know, everyone's excited about Tom Brady coming back and playing in the Super Bowl again for a different team and Tampa being the first first team to actually host their own Super Bowl. And uh, a lot of people are excited about uh, Brady being the big game, and it's the old uh, versus the new. It's the GOAT versus the uh, future GOAT, as a lot of people are saying, and uh, Patrick Mahomes and uh, Tom Brady. So a lot of people are really excited about uh, the game. Josh, maybe you can explain what it is media row, what happens, and how, how easy or difficult is it, is it to you know, get those really good guests? Well, um, to be honest with you, a lot of current players will come down to Radio Row because they want to pitch the product that they're working with, their sponsor. So there's a lot of like uh, big names that can be seen down on Radio Row Usually, like, uh, when they're not in, Gronkowski is always around. Uh, You get a lot of athletes from all likes of the world. Like, for instance, I was working with Wade Boggs this year. It was more of over-the-phone thing because he didn't want to come down. But obviously, the tie to Tampa, and he did some work with us as well. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Radio Row has always been an exciting place to be every year. Because, I mean, let's be honest, like, you see – uh, huge stars. I've seen The Rock on Radio Row. I've seen Pitbull. Like Sirius XM, that's always set up there on Radio Row. They have all their big shows, the Jenny McCarthy show. So I see Jenny and Donnie, her husband, uh, Donnie Wahlberg. I see Pitbull. I see uh, 
uh, J-Lo. I see Alex Rodriguez, uh, Jamie Foxx. Like, go down the list. Every big name in the industry is always there. And then you also have, you know, uh, the musicians that will sing the anthems. They'll be around because they're always you know, either promoting a future concert or a product that they're working with. So it's quite uh, quite exciting. You have to keep your eyes open, Perry, because you never know who's going to be right next to you. So, Josh, paint us a picture of what it's like this year. I would assume there's absolutely zero Canadian or international representation. Are there any American stations there for Radio Row? There are. There's actually 12 stations that have showed up this year. Um, most of them are from Tampa or Kansas City for obvious reasons because they're in the Super Bowl. But a lot of stations are not there this year. Like Sirius XM it's usually has this huge sound stage and stage, and that's where they have all their shows so everyone in the public can see. They're not there this year. They have one show. I didn't even see them anywhere in the building, but apparently they're somewhere. Um, but there's no... NFL Today, CBS, they're usually all in there, Fox Sports Radio, all the big stations in North America that are normally on Radio Row are not. And I'll tell you what, I walked into the print room because I wanted to see who from what newspapers were covering. I saw two newspapers in the room, two people. And it's almost eerie this year with the way everything is, with what's going on, because I'm used to seeing, you know, so many writers and broadcasters and celebrities, and it's it's a year like no other. A lot of people are not here this year because they're trying to be safe. And obviously, um, with what's going on right now uh, with the whole, uh, you know, coming back over to Canada, I think a lot of the Canadian media are not here as well. So, Josh, you and I like to get guests and and the bigger the guests yes. the more the more kind of exciting it is so tell me in all your years of doing this what was your best get who my best get uh Alyssa milano like we're talking about get as in out the super bowl or get overall well i'll talk about the super bowl okay uh since i was gonna say the best get overall is the one that uh i had uh jim uh interviewing back in the, uh, a few years ago at gretzky's restaurant oh. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that, that was, was probably a... one of the best gets. That was Evil Knievel. Remember that one, Jim? His last interview. Yeah, his last yeah. interview. He wasn't well when we did it. Exactly. He actually broke the news to us on the air that he was, uh, you know, on borrowed time, that uh, it was only a couple days left in his life. And I remember he broke that. Um, so that was the non-Super Bowl. For Super Bowl, I'd say the best get. I mean, I got to say Alyssa Milano, maybe. <laughs> Just because I have always had a soft spot for Alyssa Milano, and she was she was on Radio Row, that was pretty cool. Um, hmm. Uh, per maybe you know what uh, Beyonce, I, I got her for like one minute until her security guard pushed her away. Um, hmm. Uh, Danny Trejo, who's usually he'll play uh, you know part of a cartel in a radio or sorry, a TV show or movie. Um, put me on the spot here. MC well, Hammer you know, last it, year. I was excited about that one. Uh, just before we let you go, Josh, cause we've got to bring in our buddy Randall, the handle. Uh, what, what do you have in terms of a prediction? Who do you think is going to win this? 
You know what, Jim? I keep going back and forth on this, who I'm going to go for. Um, I, I have a soft spot for both teams. I've been a, I'm a big fan of Brady and what he's been able to accomplish and being able to be back again in the Super Bowl. Uh, and I love Patrick Mahomes. And a quick story before you let me go. Uh, three years ago, I think it was three years ago, in Minneapolis, I was working with uh, Travis, uh, uh, Travis Kels and Kelsey and also – Patrick Mahomes was sitting at the table. I had no idea who he was. He had not been in the NFL yet. And everyone's saying, oh, he's going to take over for Alex Smith. And I said, oh, uh, I'm going to go grab a bite. Do you want a burrito? I got Patrick Mahomes a burrito. I'd like to collect on that now because I didn't at the time. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) That's a great story. Josh, thanks a lot. Appreciate appreciate you stopping by. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you, Jim. Much appreciated. Have a good one. Okay, jo- Josh Rimmer at Josh Rimmer PR is the Twitter account, and uh, <laughs> I don't know if I could ever match a story like that. You bought a a budding Hall of Famer a snack. That's that's a pretty good story, Perry. I also like the Beyonce. Like you managed to get Beyonce, yeah. and a minute later the the team is coming in there and pulling her away. <laughs> but if, if nothing, but if nothing else in your life, if you said you had a chance. To have a minute of Beyonce's time, I'd say that's a pretty good get. Oh, he's you know he's legendary with with some of his gets, that's for sure. This segment is sponsored by Brian Gerstein, sales representative with PSR Brokerage. Looking to sell your home in the busy spring market? Now is the time to call or text Brian at four one six eight seven three zero two nine two. Brian's comprehensive marketing plan and amazing negotiating skills will make the difference. Call him at four one six eight seven three zero two nine two. Let's bring in our good buddy Randall the Handle. At Randall Handle is the Twitter account. Randall, how are you today, sir? I'm doing well. I can top the Rihanna thing, I think. I, I was in uh, St. Bart's once, and I was walking through this restaurant. And as I was walking through, a gentleman stood up right as I kind of walked by him, and we almost bumped into each other. And I looked at him, and he was wearing a T-shirt and a ball cap, and it turned out to be Paul McCartney. Oh, get out, get out of here. That's the truth. Did, did he say, uh, hey, mate, how are you? <laughs> yeah, it was, well, actually, he was very, very friendly, very uh, receptive. He, he asked where we were from. And, um, and you know, he, he said he loved Canada, loved Toronto. And uh, he was he was a really friendly, nice guy. And you pushed it and he said, let it be. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, he said, I want to hold your hand. Oh, God. <laughs> Dude, he's topping Jim Taddy on the humor. <laughs> But did yeah, he but say? Was, you know, he, he messed up at the start. It was Beyonce, not Rihanna. So come on, guys. Oh, I'm I mean, sorry. Geez. I thought it was Rihanna. Same, same yeah, okay. Well, you were hoping. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so how do you see this? This football game? Yeah, yes, guys. <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah. It's a moment. <laughs> I was, I was, well, I, I got to say, it's a tough game. I mean, anybody, that's a, I, I think most people agree that the public is on Kansas City. They think that they're the more prolific team, of course. Now, the public is very finicky. You know, two weeks ago, before they played Buffalo, everybody was down on the Chiefs. Everyone loved the Bills taking the points. Bills were on a run. Bills were the hot team. Bills this, that, and the other. And then Kansas and Kansas City, truthfully, wasn't playing that well. They were winning games. They weren't winning by much. They had a few injury concerns. And, and people were kind of – and they hadn't covered. They had covered one of their previous nine games before the Buffalo game. So people were kind of down on them to some degree, even though they kept winning. They win that game. All of a sudden, everybody's back in love with Kansas City again. So we can't really dismiss what happened before the Buffalo game. 
I lean to the Bucks taking the points here simply because they have the better defense. I think offensively, these teams are very equal. When you look at the numbers, Kansas City, the perception of them is that they're a better offensive team. But Tampa Bay has done everything that they have done offensively. Uh, you know, Brady threw for more touchdowns. Uh, they they run the ball well. Like there's there's a lot. It's very close. So you got to go to the defense. Who's got the better defense? I think Tampa Bay does. They these two teams met in Week 12. I don't know. There's two ways to look at that game. Mahomes threw for 460 yards and three touchdowns, but they only won by three points. It was 17 nothing in the first quarter. After that, Tampa's defense kind of took over a bit, and it was 24-10 for Tampa the rest of the way. Finished 27-24. Uh, Chiefs only scored seven points in the second half of that game. Maybe they figured something out. Anyway, there's the Brady magic, of course. The whole Brady thing is a big deal. I, you know, I think it's, it should be a good game. You never know in the Super Bowl. Uh, I would take the three points before I'd give it away. It will not surprise me if Kansas City wins, of course. It can't. Okay, Randall. I put myself in the classification of a square, which means – I'll take the obvious versus the Sharpies, which you are. So I'm going to say right front and center, I'm taking Kansas City, giving them the three points because I just think they're, they're a team that's on a roll. But in terms of Super Bowl history, how would you say this one compares with storylines? Because you've written a little bit about it compared to others. This is a great storyline because quarterback is the most prominent position, as we know. And you've got the greatest of all time, statistically and, and championship-wise, versus the guy that looks to be the up-and-coming great quarterback for the next whatever amount of years, barring injuries. Patrick Mahomes has every tool you could ask for in a, in a quarterback. He's hedgy, he's athletic, he can throw the ball, he's, he's got poise, he's got you know a lot of positives with that guy. So the matchup in that sense maybe is, is is unequaled in the past. You know, when you think back, there's been good matchups, but this one this one's special. Well, we'll see. Randall, thanks for all your help this season. It was great to uh, get to know you again, and uh, I hope you come back with us next fall. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Uh, it's, been a, it's been enjoyable being on with you, and all I can say is, yes, guy, let's have a good Super Bowl. Finally, Man, he finally he yeah, does it. He ends with a bang. Beautiful. <laughs> it took him ten. Took him ten weeks to get amped up. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Randall. That Randall Handle is the Twitter account. This segment was sponsored by Brian Gerstein, sales representative with PSR Brokerage. Brian has been combining a comprehensive marketing plan with amazing negotiating skills very successfully since 2004. He will sell your home quickly and for the most money. Call or text Brian now at 416-873-0292. That's 416-873-0292. Coming up next, Jeremy Taggart. This is Yes Guy, TSN 1050 and the TSN Radio Network. Now back to the Yes Guy Show. Yes Guy. On TSN 1050. Oh, yes, guy. This segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at 1-877-734-3055 or visit his website at braleyadvisors.com. 
With 30 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money and get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Jim Taddy, Perry Lefko with you. And now let's bring in Jeremy Taggart, drummer for Our Lady Peace and, of course, a sports fanatic. Uh, can I call you Tags? How are you? How's it going, Jim? I'm good. You sure? You call me anything you want, including okay. the... <laughs> Drummer for OLP, even though I left like five years ago, but that's fine. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. didn't, didn't know that. Wow. It's all good. <laughs> well, you're, you're always you're out, you're a lifetime member. I mean, come on, that's that's yeah. the way that thing goes. You know, exactly. Uh, sorry, the opening act went a little long, so we got you a little later. So Super Bowl Sunday, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm I'm pretty psyched, I guess. I, you know, uh, so at this point. Uh, I guess it's like uh will will uh the the uh young gun take down the old god? We'll see. I don't know. I I'm taking uh, the 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 uh Kansas City. My my personal hope. <clears throat> All right. This is my chance to brag a bit. I don't know if you know but my brother's Elliot Lefko who has oh, booked Our Lady love Peace Elliot. many Yes. Okay. Um I'm also a friend of Gilmore who tells me you're not only a great drummer but you're a great golfer. And to finish this off, you were a good friend of Dave Bookman, also known as Bookie. So I've got all that out of the way, which all leads to my first question. What did you think of the movie Whiplash? Oh, nice. That's uh, all great people that you mentioned. Uh, the, the movie Whiplash, I thought it was uh, uh, overrated big time. I wasn't a fan of it. I thought the drumming was kind of ridiculous and uh, not good. So there you go. Oh, okay. So define ridiculous and not good drumming. <laughs> well, it was when actors try to do things, it's, drumming is really a specific thing that's difficult. And I just didn't understand uh, playing really loud and fast and noisy as great, you know, as opposed to jazz being very controlled. And sure, it can be super fast, but it's more effortless and kind of, controlled so yeah wasn't wasn't a fan sorry about that <laughs> jeremy uh it's been mentioned that getty lee and alex lifeson are thinking about getting back together again and they're looking for a potential drummer your name has come up in the conversation you have actually done some work with getty lee when he did a solo album so what would it mean to you to be able to have the chance to uh to be a part of this uh to work with uh with getty and alex and certainly uh you know not a replacement, but uh, someone taking on for, you know, for the late, great Neil Peart. Um, I, I, yeah, I enjoyed very much working with Getty on his uh, My Favorite Headache record. It was a great time to, to play with him and, and hang out with him. He's a huge baseball fan, great uh, spirit, um, as well as Alex Lifeson. I've golfed with him a bunch. He's a great guy. Just, they're both really intelligent, fun guys. Um, I would be happy to honor memory of neil uh by helping them in any way uh definitely and uh i I do believe rush as it was is over forever but if um there's any idea of them paying tribute to it i'd be all in oh boy just open a, a big door i mean so so to play a role in a band where you have to uh copy or or replicate what what a very creative person has done how difficult is that to learn? Um, it, it's yeah, I mean, because you kind of got to get into the head of of the person and the way that they play. It's one thing to play one song, but to play 
uh, a whole body of work um, would definitely, you'd have to kind of get into the mechanics of what Neil was as a drummer. And um, I'd be more than happy to do that. Uh, obviously, I've spent a lot of time playing Rush songs as a kid, but uh, um, like I said, if, if it's in, in honor and to, to, to put pay tribute to, to him, uh, that would be a great, uh, fun experiment. <clears throat> So you were a fairly good baseball player uh, up until I think it was about the age of 16. Did you ever seriously think I could make it uh, to the pros or at least make it somewhere up to the A level, B level, double uh, A, triple A? Tell me about that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, uh, I had a decent, like pretty solid fastball, about 85, and I had good accuracy. So, and my hero was like Greg Maddox at the time and, um, I loved how Greg Maddox was kind of like a, a small guy, but really kind of took mechanics to heart, and really that's how he beat batters with, with his mind. Um, so, you know, I, I like that kind of a concept as a pitcher in baseball. But I think I, I do remember I was at an Atlanta Braves uh, tryout in Toronto, and I was about 16, and I was pitching with all these other kids, and um, – I just saw these six foot kids throwing like 98 miles an hour constantly. And I'm like, forget it. I know I'm done. <laughs> so, I mean, I, maybe I could have uh, hung on in, in terms of maybe getting a, a, a scholarship for school at best. Maybe, you know, a couple of friends of mine ended up going to Temple and a few other universities on baseball. So, uh, sure, that regard, but I was so much into music at that point when I was like 16, 17, that I was happy to kind of change lanes, and I did. I went right to to music 100%, as pissed off as my parents were, I, I did. My, my dad being a drummer, it was interesting that I rebelled against what he wanted me to do in baseball into drumming, which is what he did. <laughs> Uh, let me ask, this is a, like a totally weird question, but is there any similarity to pitching a baseball and playing drums? Is there anything that, that is the same? Um, well, rhythm, for sure. Like when you're pitching a game and you're in the flow, um, the, the, when you're playing well, there is a feel to it and there is a kind of a balance that has the same same feel to, to playing drums or like even like jogging, like when you're in that moment of kind of, uh, balance and movement it's it's similar um and i guess the idea of um the happenstance of what can happen in terms of music when you're playing in the conversation that happens is similar to you know a pitcher versus a batter you never really know what's going to happen there's an element of improvisation so um yeah a little bit you know, it's often been said that athletes want to be musicians and musicians want to be athletes. Why is that? Because it is kind of similar. I mean, it's one of those things that uh, obviously you have to love it to get to the highest level. So we have that and music and, and athletes are generally, generally have been working their whole life to get to that level. So there has to be that passion and love for it. And uh, you don't necessarily see that as much in nine to five jobs, but I mean, in, in passions and hobbies with people, things that they do on their own time. Um, if you can make that a job, that's kind of what it, those things are, you know? 
Uh, well, I just want to throw one more thing at you before we say goodbye, and I really appreciate your time, Jeremy. Um, that experience you talked about, whether it's jogging, throwing a base, playing baseball, or or drumming, that's almost like an out of body experience, isn't it? It is for sure, absolutely. I mean, it's it's kind of uh, um, you know, it's it's escaping. It's it's truly being in the moment, right? That's what we're all trying to do. Great. Thanks very much. I'd like to have you back. I got like a million drumming questions I never got to. Nice. Awesome, Jim. Be happy to. Thanks. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jeremy Taggart. Thank you. This segment was sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at one 734 3055 or visit his website at braleyadvisors.com. With 30 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money and get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Coming up next, Brian Gerstein. This is Yes Guy on TSN 1050 and the TSN and Radio Network. You're listening to The Yes Guy Show. Yes Guy. On TSN 1050. Oh, Yes Guy. This segment is sponsored by Brian Gerstein, sales representative with PSR Brokerage. Looking to sell your home in the busy spring market? Now is the time to call or text Brian at 416-873-0292. Brian's comprehensive marketing plan and amazing negotiating skills will make the difference. Call him at 416-873-0292. So Super Bowl Sunday, all day on TSN. You can watch it on CTV The Game. You can listen to it on TSN 1050 and all the TSN radio stations that make up the TSN radio network. Let's bring in our good friend Brian Gerstein now. Brian, welcome. How are you today, sir? I'm doing fantastic, Jim. All excited. And, you know, we were literally, what are we, 24 add-on five hours? That's 125, 26 hours away. So very exciting. That should be a great game. Before we get into that, just give us a, a a brief synopsis on the real estate market. It's a seller's market, right? It's completely a seller's market. I've already prepared a couple of listings for sale coming up soon. Uh, The key right now is not to wait on it and not to do any renovations, because if you do that, you may be paying the price later on. So there's a huge demand right now. You will sell in a multiple, and I certainly have done lots of multiple offers in my time. I can guide my clients through the process, make it a seamless uh, transition, you know, from them from listing to selling. And, you know, the main thing is to get it out there because you, right now you'll never have a better time. You know, I haven't seen a market this uh, hot in, in a long time, Jim. And, you know, being in the business yourself, you know, what we're dealing with. Yep. So, Brian, let me ask you a question. You know, the Canadian government is looking to uh, create single sports wagering as opposed to parlay wagering, which is, you know, which is all you can do right now. And I know you're a big fan of, of of parlay wagering, but what do you think the betting market, what do you think this will do having single sports wagering? I think it's a fantastic idea. There's literally billions of dollars the government has ignored, um, you know, over the years. I know you had the guest on recently who spoke about it in more detail, and he's actually bringing a private member's bill, and I'm very excited, and I will be an active participant as long as they uh, are able to maintain their juice at a reasonable level, Terry, because you know what it's like when you go to Vegas or online and you place a bet, um, for a single game wager, there's a juice you pay, and that's like basically, let's say, 10%, let's say 110 to win 100 bucks. You know, you have to pay that because they get their cut. If the government gets greedy on that, we're going to have a problem because no one's going to bother. It's like the cannabis industry, the same thing. If you're going to gouge people on pricing, people will stick with their private dealer. 
Well, that's uh, true enough, right? I mean, you have to be fair with your pricing, especially in the world we're in now. Uh, how do you see the, the, the Super Bowl game? I mean, how, how do you sort of handicap it? Well, I handicap it a couple different levels um, as far as, you know, being, you know, somewhat of a, a prop better on the game and all that. I look at the game a little bit differently than just a, a betting line and a total. But I do have to say that this number has not moved. It's literally been, you know, three points for Kansas City, 56 you know, pretty consistently. So the odds maker set a very good line and is equal wagering on both ends. Um, the way I see this game playing out, Jim, is that it's going to be um, basically a one-dimensional team in Kansas City. Their run game has been non-existent. I expect um, Mahomes to be quite busy. And one thing I do like is sacks over in the game because I think that the Bucks are going to come at him very aggressively because they have the run D to cheat a lot. And they're going to be tons of blitzing on their part. And I know Mahomes is great at getting rid of the ball early and avoiding sacks, but I'm afraid he's going to be going down a lot. And that's the way I see this game going. I see Brady getting another ring, and I see, um, you know, uh, you know, him basically winning his seventh uh, ring. You know, that's what's going to happen. So, Brian, when it comes to the Super Bowl, there's prop betting, and you can bet on anything. Have you ever? What was? What's the most interesting prop bet you've ever seen? There's lots of crazy bets that I kind of ignore. I'm more of a hardcore props better when it comes to real bets. Like we're talking about like pass completions by the quarterback, receiving yards for the receiver, you know, longest field goal kick, you know, stuff like that where I have just lots of data that I can look up and I can research and also go with my gut. The way that these props bet work, Perry, is that you have to look at the game and figure out how the game is going to go. And what you do is you try and correlate the plays. So what you do is you have, let's say, the quarterback and the receivers in unison, and usually I go under for a lot of my prop picks because a lot of stuff can happen in a football game, mainly injuries, and you don't want to get stuck with that happens, then you're looking for an over to hit. So I'm primarily an under better when it comes to prop bets, and I just like winning from the outset, you know, so to speak, and it seems to work pretty well for me. Brian, it's a couple of wild cards here. I call them outliers. One is Tom Brady himself, and the other is the fact that the Bucks are playing on their home field. These these two things don't happen. Certainly the Brady story has a life of its own, and, and hosting a Super Bowl is a complete one-off. How do you factor that in? I think that's a huge factor. Um, it can only help, even with, what, what is about 25,000, 30,000 fans. I mean, a lot of them are going to be in Brady's camp, I'm sure, you know, for that reason, Jim. And I just think, more or less, Kansas City's already got their ring. The Bucks are hungrier. They've had two weeks to prepare for this game. They're going to be ready for Mahomes. I kind of look at this as a bit of a more of a, a surprisingly one-sided game. And I, I agree with, um, you know, with Randall in terms of going for the money line and taking uh, Tampa Bay straight up. That's the way I'm kind of looking at this game. And I just think that Brady's going to, with his experience and all that, he's going to expose the Kansas City defense. And we're going to see it. And he's really peaking at the right time. The run game is tremendously uh, you know, strong, their run defense, and that's going to be the, the X factor, you know, how many times they can make Mahomes uncomfortable in the pocket. And also having a spy, somebody that can make sure he doesn't break that 30, 40, 50-yard run. And if they even do that, then Tampa Bay should take care of business. Brian, what, are your, what does your statistical analysis uh, reveal in terms of what's going to be the more popular food eaten to, uh, uh, during the game, whether it's going to be chicken wings or pizza, or maybe even both? Yeah, I'll tell you a funny story about that, because I have gone every single year since I moved to Toronto from Montreal, 
back in the late uh, 80s. And I've gone to either a Wegg Sports Bar or Jack Astor's with my friends and my buddies and all that. This is the first year I'm ever watching at home. My wife is very excited. I had made a big trip. We got uh, nachos prepared. We're going to have wings, everything. All that stuff is going to be in my own home, watching it on the screen for the first time with my family. So um, I would go for wings. That's my personal preference. Wings and nachos. That's the way to go. Wow. And what, what's the sauce on the wings? It's going to be probably medium. Uh, once you get a little bit older, I find the hot sauce is a little bit harder. Oh, to wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I, but you just went off the board. I said chicken wings or I said pizza. You threw in nachos. Absolutely, so, yeah. Nachos, uh, That's you got to go nachos because you know, the way it works, you pace yourself. You get the nachos early for your appetizer, and then you dive into the wings at like half time. Okay, so tell us, what is your wife's name, and how would you classify her as a nachos person? She's Her name is Deborah, and this nachos is not something that she normally would make. She's more of a traditional kind of, you know, cook. She loves baking, and she loves, you know, uh, preparing meals. So this is going to be kind of a one-off for her. So I'm actually very intrigued to see what she comes up with. I'll have to get back to you on that, Perry. Uh, Brian, I want to just—I want to throw one more real estate question at you, mm-hmm. and just so everybody knows, I, I handed my license in a couple of years ago. I did it for ten years. I just got—I uh, didn't have enough time for it, but I, I loved it. Um, the multiple offers today are even worse than than my last year, which was a good year. But the multiple offers situation—I mean, it, it's almost—it's it, a high-stakes poker game, isn't it? hundred uh, percent. But the way that I set up my multiple offers is that. What I do is that I allow my sellers to reach the highest price. And to do that, I already have an explanation to all the buying agents that any time an offer comes in, there's two offers that are basically condition-free, and that's already taken care of because I've already looked after my, my seller in terms of a home inspection and making sure everything checks out okay. That within $25,000 price, based on, let's say, a million-and-a-half-dollar home, something in that range, that we're going to go back for another round. So this way, Jim, what you do is you allow the market to dictate this highest selling price. So my sellers are always going to make sure that we get top dollar for the house because I've maximized how many rounds. It can go five rounds even, you know, if it gets, you know, uh, like in this market, you never know. I mean, it's kind of insane. But usually what I find, Jim, is that you'll have one person that comes in that just wants to blow people away. And I don't accept bully offers because bully offers are stupid to accept because you never know how much money you can sell your house for, right, for your sellers. So you always want to bring them to offer day. That's the key. Yeah, I mean, the bully offer uh, circumvents the natural process, doesn't it? It does. And I, I have a, you know, just from a, a personal standpoint in terms of dealing with, um, you know, buyers on the other end of it, that kind of upsets me when I see that in the, um, in the buyer comments, the broker comments. And I kind of try and avoid those because I think that they're playing games. And I'm a very honest, straight-up realtor, and I want everyone to be, everything to be transparent. You know, and there's a lot of yeah. gamemanship going on where you have a listing agent that can double in the deal because what they'll do is they'll pre-list it privately in a way, and they'll basically get a whole bunch of buyers. And the first day it's on the market, it's gone. And my buyer never has a chance to uh, put an offer in. Brian, I want to thank you for your time here, and thanks for your support uh, over the term of your deal with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, my pleasure. But, you know, Jim Perry, you guys have made it a pleasure and I've really enjoyed all the exposure I've gotten from it and look forward to uh, being contacted. You guys can reach me, as you know, at 416-873-0292. Glad to talk about the market. No obligation. I'll be happy to do that. Okay, take care, okay, guys. Okay, Brian. 
You too. Now I have to read Brian's copy. This segment was sponsored by Brian Gerstein, sales representative with PSR Brokerage. Brian has been combining a comprehensive marketing plan with amazing negotiating skills very successfully since 2004. He will sell your home quickly for the most money. Call or text Brian now at 416-873-0292. Coming up next, Yes Guy, No Guy. This is Yes Guy, TSN 1050 and the TSN Radio Network. Now back to the Yes Guy Show. Yes Guy. On TSN 1050. This segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at 1-877-734-3055 or visit his website at braleyadvisors.com. With 30 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money and get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Yes, guy. No, guy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, drivers and passengers, time now for the officially sanctioned, all rights reserved edition of Yes Guy, No Guy on the radio show, Yes Guy. Can you believe it? Are you ready for this? Yes Guy number one, Kevin Durant should not have been allowed to play at any point in last night's NBA game against the Raptors guy. Uh, Yes Guy, he should not have been allowed to play. I don't even understand that whole situation. He starts off the game, then they take him out, but... I think when it comes to COVID, there, there are so many different variables. So there must have been some reason. And I guess it worked out for the Raptors in the end. Would you say that's well, right, well, Guy? Well, it did. Yes, yes, Guy, it did. Uh, he was around somebody who had a, uh, an inconclusive test. And so in my opinion, as much as you'd like to have the show go on, unless you have a definitive everything's okay, then you defer to caution and now the you know the ruling is that the the Raptors will be tested again today because they were exposed to that. They get tested twice every day anyway. But you know it just puts it creates another problem. If you didn't let him play and he had been isolated, even though hopefully he's okay, there wouldn't have been an issue. Now there is an issue, so you have to prevent that from happening. Go ahead, sir. Okay, before I I, I give the yes guy no guy, I just want to say I got contacted cerebrally cerebrally by a psychic Nikki who just told oh. me she said I'm a fan of Tom Brady I feel guilty for saying this but I see the Chiefs winning with Patrick Mahomes leading the way I am getting a lot of numbers for the score it will be very close I see the Chiefs winning 34-29 or 29-23 which in both cases which means they cover the spread by three but here's the question I have bet her Brayley I'm taking the Chiefs and giving the points. Herb likes uh, Brady and, and the Buccaneers. Do you think I will, and the winner will get $10 worth of merchandise at a certain coffee shop? Do you think I will beat Herb Braley? No, guy. Herb is a sponsor. I can't go against him. No, Come guy. Come on, guy. Come. <laughs> no, guy. You're going to wimp out on that? Guy, you got to do better than that. I'm asking guy, strictly you. Strictly business. Yes. Nothing personal. Yes or strictly no. business. <laughs> strictly business. I'm with Herb. You will Who be buying Herb we... 10 bucks worth of worth of material. Okay, so you sucked up the Herb Braley. Is that what you're saying? No, no, guy. It's strictly business. Nothing strictly personal. Strictly business. Okay. All right. <laughs> Does that count as no, a yes guy, no said guy, that. or do I need another? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I have to read Herb's line again later on. Okay, yes guy, no guy. The ahead. NBA, uh, guy, if you quit interrupting, the NBA All-Star game is a big mistake. Yes guy, no guy. Uh, yes guy, it shouldn't be played. Uh, but I'm going to say 
I'm going to go on a limb. Something's going to happen, and the NBA All-Star Game will be canceled. What do you think about that? Is it a yes guy or no guy? Well, I hope it's a no guy because I don't want something to happen. I just don't, I don't understand why, you know, you have to sort of update all your protocols because some of them aren't working, and now you're going to create another uh, exposure or risk that doesn't need to happen. I'm sure people could understand that in a pandemic this might not be a good thing to do. And, and you know, I mean, everybody's life has been altered, and, and we don't do things that we normally do, and this might be one of them to put on the uh, see you next year list. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. When it comes to tongue twisters, it's impossible to say Xander Shoffley and Scotty Scheffler three times without tripping over your words. Oh, my goodness. Are they going to put Peter Piper in there as well? Guy, I didn't say that. I said, is, first of all, is it a yes or a no? Not an oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, guy. It's, it's a yes guy. It's impossible. Don't yes ask me to guy. try. Wow. Don't ask me to try. Okay. Well, what's up, guy? You got one more. Go. I got. I have to read Herb's copy now. Now that you've abused one of our clients, this segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at one eight seven 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 three four thirty fifty five, or visit his website at BraleyAdvisors dot com. With thirty years of experience. Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money and get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Not a slip in that copy. No, but Herb, I'm taking you down. I know you're you've been great to us. You've been a sponsor, but you're going to lose, and you're going to pay me $10 worth of goods from a certain coffee shop chain. Okay? Well, wait, is that, is that two coffees? I mean, I don't know what the price is these days. Guy. Two coffees don't cost $10. I don't know where you shop for coffees. No. Well, it depends on what coffee. I mean, maybe he's getting the the Cadillac of coffees, for all I know. Let's say. Some of those coffees have four or five names to them. You and I met Herb Braley at a certain coffee chain. That's where we're going, okay? So I don't want to get into it any further, okay? In that case, that's a collection of donuts, too. (laughs) Donuts are okay. Donuts, coffee, or mixture thereof. Guy, who are you picking? What is your definitive. Super. This is not a uh, yes guy, I no guy. Just give me who's yeah. going to win the game. I I kick this around so much. There's you know those two wild cards really bother me. Brady, you could just never count him out of anything. Uh, the team that he's playing on is really good, and they're hosting the Super Bowl, which is just a complete one-off. Uh, having said that, I'm going to go with the KC Chiefs, just covering, just covering. So it's a push, is what you're going to say. It's a push. Yeah, which push. That's, yeah. All right. So you're saying. Do you like the team of Braley and Brady versus Lefko and Mahomes? Well, sadly, I have to turn on Herb now, but I did give him extra, an extra read today, so I'm going to go with Lefko and Mahomes. It was really hard for you to do that, wasn't it, guy? It was. It was, it was against my nature. No, you're supposed to say yes, guy, or no, guy. Come on, guy. Uh, whatever, guy, okay? Is this, does that work? No. <laughs> The formula is fairly simple: yes, guy or no guy. You invented I know, I, it. And I kinda, you can't even I, do it I, right. I kind of, I, I know, I created it, and sometimes I get bored with myself. So there you go, an insight into the tap man. Uh, just a quick one before we go. Even at this point of the season, you can already see that the NHL North Division is all Montreal and Toronto. Yes, guy, no guy. Yes, guy, and it bothers me to say I can't believe it. The Leafs are benefiting from being in a division of clearly Canadian teams. If Boston was in a Tampa Bay, we wouldn't have, we have this discussion, but 
for all those people who want to see Toronto and Montreal do well, yes, guy, it's a good thing, and I'm I'm glad it's happening. I've contradicted well, myself. Okay, you did, but that's the nature of yes, guy, no guy. There are two options, and obviously, you you took them both. What else could I say, Perry? Uh, thank you for stopping by. Uh, no blips today. It was nice to have our guests on, Josh Rimmer and Randall the Handle, Jeremy Taggart, Brian Gerstein, and you, of course. Thank our listeners for stopping by, and I hope you enjoyed Yes Guy on TSN 1050 and the TSN Radio Network.